Hello, this is Ramona, and welcome to Native as I Can Be. Hey, everybody. Welcome to uh, Native as I Can Be, Between Two Cultures, Episode 11. My name is Gino Ray. Thank you, Ramona, for that lovely introduction. Um, I have to thank... uh, my friend Kenji Nita for making this episode possible because I was having uh, some real difficulties taking uh, my recording of the Skype conversation uh, with Jeremy and Jane uh, and uh, converting it to an mp3 like I was up till 1230 trying to get that sorted out which I know isn't late for a lot of people but it is for me um, ironically which 12.30 used to be kind of when the party really got started. but uh, So yeah, Kenji made it all possible. Very thankful to him for that. Um, and because this episode is a day late, I'm just warning you ahead of time that I did not do any uh, cleaning up of the uh, audio from the, the interview. Um, I don't do a lot of cleaning up anyways other than taking out lulls. Uh, and ums and ahs, I just uh, didn't feel like it. I just wanted to get it out. So you're getting the real raw deal, uncut, unfiltered, uncensored. Um, Let's see, what else? So yeah, so this is my interview with uh, Jeremy and uh, Jane. And uh, Jeremy's kind of an old friend of mine from Boise. Jane is his wife. They met online they he moved to thailand to meet her they got married they had two kids they came back um that's uh, a very condensed version of their story their actual story is very interesting and very interesting not only because they are interracial one of my favorite subjects but um there's just a lot of things that had to work out like just right for them to be together, which you'll hear about uh, in this interview. Um, also in the interview, I mentioned um, a book by Leonard Peltier. And that, that book, of course, is My Life is My Sundance. If you are native, it's definitely worth checking out. If you're not native, maybe it's even more worth checking out. Um, and if you don't know who Leonard uh, Peltier is... He uh, was convicted of killing two FBI agents in the 70s, and uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of um, fishy activity regarding his conviction, um, from the way the trial went down to the the evidence in the trial, um, just not really jiving with uh, a conviction um, beyond reasonable doubt. Um, so anyways, yeah, My Life is My Sundance. It's it's Leonard Peltier. He wrote it from prison. Super good. Really good for natives. Really good for other people. It's just uh, his story is one of the uh, all-time great uh, injustices. And I don't mean great good. I mean great as in large. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so we're going to dive right into episode 11 um, with... Uh, Jane and Jeremy, I hope you like it. Uh, um, 
it's a fun episode. It's a, it's not a, it's not really uh, breaking any ground as far as uh, racial harmony. It's just really just catching up with a friend of mine and actually him telling me some some stuff about uh, their story I didn't know. Uh, so, yeah, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, following me on um, this journey here. This is uh, Jane and Jeremy. Let's go. Okay, I'm recording now. Uh, hello, everybody. This is Gino Ray, the host of Native As I Can Be Between Two Cultures. And it's Sunday night, and I uh, am on with uh, Jeremy and Jane Fugel. How are you guys doing? Hi, good. We're good. A little sleepy, but it's good. <laughs> um, this is... Uh, we got a lot to cover here because because me and Jeremy have our own history, and then obviously you guys have your own history to cover, and then um, kind of the the theme of the the show being um, you know living between cultures and uh, you know almost anything to do with uh, uh, racial uh, viewpoints. So yeah, we got a lot to get to. So uh, to to kind of kick it off. Uh, I thought we would talk about a, a little bit, of, a little bit about how you and me met, Jeremy. Okay. Uh, so, um, so we met at the parking garage in downtown Boise, Idaho. And, yeah. Uh, uh, I think you might have trained me, right? Uh, probably. You know, I can't really remember. I think it's a lot a of people time. did, but I, I know we spent a lot of days uh, cooped up in the one. Uh, I don't know if you'd call it an office, a booth. So what were your yeah. first impressions? Do you remember what your uh, first impressions were? Yeah, I remember when I first met you. Um, you seemed kind of quiet. And, uh, you know, I saw the tattoos and I, and I thought you looked native. And I, I think I started, I think I, I must have brought up the book by Leonard Peltier when I first met you. I'm pretty sure. And yeah. you said you, had, you hadn't heard about it. And so, I, didn't I give you a copy? Yeah, that's how it went yeah. down, yeah. And uh, the, uh, yeah, and uh, I kind of saw, I thought you were just a pretty nice guy, and um, you seemed very uh, zen. It's kind of the only <laughs> word I can think of, but. A lot uh, of people have said. Yeah, just kind of, uh, uh, you know, not like laid back like stoner but just very uh kind of <laughs> at peace or uh, uh i don't know maybe on a different frequency than some of the people at the parking garage but um so yeah so you you gave me the book and i hadn't yeah i'd never heard of him and um i read that book and it was uh it was a total game changer for me and uh it 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 um, changed my whole approach to uh, what it meant to be native and, and how I was representing myself. And, you know, I, it kind of, I, I kind of felt like, uh, like a fraud up until that point. I kind of just felt like I was uh, playing native and uh, the book 
changed my outlook. So I owe a huge debt of gratitude to you for for introducing that book to me. Wow. And, well, I'm uh, really glad you read it because I. It was a powerful book, you know. I tried to get lots of people to read it, and mm-hmm. um, and you did, and it changed your life. So that made me I, super happy. Well, and I think it was that that really, uh, for me, kind of kickstarted our friendship, or at least took it to another level because because uh, um, then we started uh, messing around with music and. Uh, just kind of hanging out. And, uh, I remember my girlfriend at the time, Megan, um, she was like, uh, she was very surprised that I had made a friend (laughs) and she, and she was, she was a little, you know, just miffed by it. Cause I really, I don't go out of my way to, to, to be friendly. And, um, but I think the book had a lot to do with it. And, um, so that's just kind of a funny story part of that story that she was like well who is this guy like what well, what's so cool about him and well why are you know why are you going out why are you going over to his house like you don't go to people's houses like so um uh but then we uh we got the idea to make some music and that was a yeah, fun and I, I remember reading some stuff that you had written when we were working at the parking garage because you just you know, sit around and kill a lot of time. And you shared with me some stuff and you're telling me about all these ideas of like screenplays. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah. Now that you mention it. Yeah. I, I didn't remember <laughs> that I had shared any of that with you. Yeah. But I did. I did start writing a screenplay while I was sitting in there. Yeah. You told me that I was going to be one of the characters too. Like I was uh, this, this, cause remember I bring in my tea and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it was sort of like this, like, kind of quirky Zen-like dude that was, you told me. That's right. Yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. I don't know whatever happened <laughs> to that. That's in that big know. pile of stuff I never finished. That's, <laughs> it's a very big pile. <laughs> um, but I remember just noticing that you're a really good writer and you're really creative at that time. I was really impressed. I was like, whoa, you gotta just, you gotta go with this, you know? um and then one day we we recorded a song which uh i hadn't heard until you sent it to me earlier today and i'm going to put it at the end of this podcast and oh okay uh so people can check it out it's definitely rough but it was fun and it actually has a little bit of uh i don't know it's like uh it's like uh you know the world's ugliest dog you know is actually kind of (laughs) cute you know it's like this little you know (laughs) it's got a lot of as rough as it sounds it's got some um it's got some heart to it i feel like yeah um i agree so where our where business really picked up is you had started you were telling me uh, how you were communicating with uh this woman in thailand and Mm -hmm. uh you were pretty smitten. You talked pretty highly of her, and and you were talking about. Uh, uh, I think you when you guys uh, you guys would like eat meals together, right? Would well, you... um, first before we um go into that, we should mention why I was even chatting with anyone in Thailand. <laughs> oh yes, I did because, want to get into that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because um, yeah, you want to explain that. 
Because I wasn't planning to go to Thailand. I was planning to go to China. Um, I, I've always, um, well, not always, but I, I really got into like Chinese folklore, Chinese culture, um, mm-hmm. Chinese indigenous religion of Taoism, and um, and also Zen. yeah, <laughs> Buddhism. Um, mostly Taoism though at first. And and that was even like since high school, I was really into Taoism. I thought it was really interesting. Um, so I I would always read about you know stories from China, and I just like in the past, and I and like read about monks, and I don't know. I was just fascinated by it, and I wanted to go to China. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I I told you about it, I think, and. Um, you had inherited money from your sister's house, right? And uh, it was some land, yeah. Some land, yeah. And I maybe you don't remember this because at the time, um, I thought you remembered, but you'd said that you, wow, we're gonna, you invited me to go to Thailand with you, with you and Megan, right? <laughs> and so that's why <laughs> I chose to go to Thailand. I was like, okay, sure, I'll go with you. Um. Hmm. No, I don't remember that at all. But you don't remember that, right? See, this yeah. is where it's a little funny. <laughs> but you know what? I was thinking it's very possible that you had said that when you were drinking. Um, mm. Very, very possible. That's very possible. But and I didn't realize, you know, if you were like, I don't know. Maybe I didn't realize you were really drunk and couldn't remember it. So. Anyways, yeah. well, so 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 then you switched it, and so how did you? Um, were you on like a uh, a dating site, or how did you start communicating with her, with Jane? Well, once I, you know, thought I was going to be going to Thailand, there was this old program called ICQ. Yeah, it's like a chat program, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like where, before um, MSN, before there's like. Before Yahoo Messenger, those mm-hmm. old times. It was yeah. right before MSN, MSN Messenger became like the really popular one. Um, yeah. And it was cool because there were these search parameters. You could talk to people all over the world. You could just put in the country, um, gender, age, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. you could, you could just randomly, you can meet these random people. And I met some really cool people with this program. It was fun. Me know? too. Yeah. I always searched like Iceland or over the country that I want to go. <laughs> Spain or yeah. something like that. Nepal. I actually had that. <laughs> so when either of you were um, doing these searches, was there um, was there any romantic intent at the time? Or was it just, I just want to talk to some interesting people? Well, for me, definitely. There was some romantic intent. Oh, for me, it was like I was I did not use the thing is it's funny that I did not use this program. I mean, like that time it was like out and I didn't want to use it anymore. So I'm um, I was going to uninstall this program from my computer. So I just went uh-huh. online. I just went online at that time just to tell my friends on ICQ to like if you want to continue chatting with me move to msn so i'm, I'm not going to use this program anymore you know i'm uh-huh. going to use msn instead so when i was online telling 
like just during that time, you know, like go, I mean, went online, tell my friends, I got boom, like the message came in, like, and it's like, what? Someone want to talk to me. <laughs> and the thing that I continue to talk to him because he's asking me about temple, <laughs> religious, <laughs> and, and Buddhism. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, this guy did not want to know how I look. Can you exchange pictures? You know, something yeah. like that. Not normally I got from a message, like a first thing, like age, right. sex, um, gender, whatever. Like, right. you know, how do I, how, I mean, what do you look like? So it's like, but this guy, I'm like, he's planning to go to Thailand. He wants to know about temple, um, I mean, Buddhism and stuff. It's like, oh, okay cool i can talk to this guy so <laughs> i didn't know that because i mean it's not romantic i'm not i did not looking for any um relationship i just actually broke up um mm-hmm. my ex-boyfriend at that time and like i didn't want to do anything so i was like i just told him, okay then if you want to talk to me because at that time i was like an online like a blogger um traveler um i give advice to people who want to come to thailand Mm-hmm. you know in a block or something so i just anyone that asking about thailand i just give them uh what to do where to go and then he's asked the same question so i'm like okay if you want to continue to chat about this go to msn i'm gonna uninstall this program so no longer use it so after i told him that i uninstall that so it's good timing right <laughs> well, that well yeah that's that's yeah if you would have waited one day it would be a different world right now that's <laughs> unbelievable or even 15 minutes after i was oh. probably like gone and uninstalled that program <laughs> so was that yeah. so that was like an instant message it wasn't like like something he had sent the day before or something like that it was just no, he happened it was, to... i think because you can search like who's online like you put the country um mm-hmm. gender and and then shows who's online and then it would show like 50 i mean people like you know accounts or whatever um that's online at the moment so i think he i don't know he clicked on mine and then start chatting mm-hmm. so sending message to me and i got it uh-huh. wow that's that's yeah. unbelievable um so yeah so then things started to steamroll uh, or I don't know, maybe not steamroll. Did it start to kind of creep into <laughs> being uh, a little more yeah, than a, a Eventually, chat or... we exchanged photos. Yeah. <laughs> after talking yeah. about temples and monks and <laughs> other <Yeah>. things. <laughs> and yeah. when I saw his pictures, I had to say, hmm, he's kind of handsome. So let's keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, um, so this all happened after I had started at the garage, right? Yeah. Mm, I didn't. I don't. I didn't remember it. I thought you had been talking to her for a while for some reason. No. But a lot of. I mean, that was a long time ago. That was like I know it's two thousand five, two thousand four or something. It's been yeah. Well, two thousand six. We. I left in two thousand six. Oh so okay. Must so yeah, would have been yeah. Maybe 2006 or 2005. Wow. Um, and so, uh, but then you guys, I, I swear that you told me you guys were eating meals together at one point. Did you, did you, didn't you tell me that? You mean like, over Skype? Yeah. That yeah. you guys were, yeah, you got, yeah. And I thought that was the cute, <laughs> the, like the cutest thing I'd ever heard. 
<laughs> yeah, we would Skype for like three hours a day. Yeah. Yeah, and then we so the times, um, time different. I was like thirteen or fourteen hours. Yeah. Depends on daylight saving time. <laughs> right, of course. Yeah. So, um, so it's like if it's my night time, it's gonna be his morning, and then um, anyways, his morning that will be my night time, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um and then um uh, so was it just uh, as you guys started to get there was it like uh boy this is great but is it uh unlikely that anything will ever come of it or where were you guys where were your guys heads at did you guys think you might meet up someday or was it well was it... for me it's like I I had many relations I mean I I talked to a lot of people um online and there's many men you know it's just like um want like you want to meet up or whatever i always said if you really i mean serious about this um you have to come to thailand i will not travel anywhere to meet any man <laughs> you know like anyone so it's yeah. like i have to protect myself i said like, it's my country my area my territory i mean it will be safe for me <laughs> i know everything you know yeah so, absolutely i feel like i'm okay you know so and it's just like for me it's just to test like if he is really serious about this, because it's not cheap to come all the way. I was to planning time. to go see her because, you know, I thought we were going to go. You, you, me and Megan. Yeah. <laughs> but then you changed your mind, right? Because you wanted to go to L.A. Mm-hmm. And uh, you broke up with Megan, right? Yeah. And, um, and I thought you had said that you'd still... Pay for my ticket over there. So I was planning to go. Yeah, which I I did remember that part, but I didn't remember the living living over there part. But um I was yeah, I definitely wanted to stay stay true to my word on that part. Yeah. Um, and you did and yeah, it changed my life, by the way. <laughs> Completely. Well, I was like <laughs> and here's what was going on. Like I was really um cause cause uh me and Megan had our uh issues and I was very like I was just touched by what was going on in your world with Jane I just was I was like rooting for you guys and so and I but I I think I was rooting for you guys uh well because you're my friend and I want my friends to be happy but because my own relationship was in so much you know turmoil I wanted to see one, you know, succeed. And, uh, and since I, and I knew I was going to be in a position to help, um, that's, that's what that was all about. But I just, you know, I, when you talked about her and when you talked about the, the dinners and everything, you just, you know, you were glowing, you know, you were just psyched about it. So I was like, well, I think I can help. So, um, uh, but yeah, and that's one of the like, um, that's one of my uh, one of the things I can be proud of. I think is that I was able to do that um, at the time. But definitely, yeah, because I mean, she actually like mentioned you all the time, and I feel like I I knew you before I actually met you because <laughs> like mm-hmm. he's always um, told me about like his friend Gino who helped his I mean sponsor his tickets and come to Thailand and stuff like that 
And one thing is I we didn't know that was after I mean I think we talked for about three months. Yeah. Like three months. About three months. Yeah. And then so I was like <laughs> so he's decided to um come to Thailand. <clears throat> and about a year later we actually have our wedding, like a wedding mm-hmm. reception. And and I didn't know it. I mean, because I don't know you. So and the date that we actually have our wedding is January 13, which actually is <laughs> your birthday, right? Which is my birthday, yeah. And, yeah, and, and then it's like, I, I didn't, we didn't plan or anything. I was like, whoa, the person who helped him to come to Thailand <laughs> and to meet me. And finally, um, we actually ended up getting married and our wedding is actually on your birthday. And right. It's like, Whoa. Well, well <laughs> and don't um, I might be a little off here, but don't you go and and see someone who who recommends kind of the date for the best chances of uh, yeah, success? And she, didn't you hire an astrologer? Yeah, actually, I went and talked to like fortune teller, something like that, and mm-hmm. it has like dates to pick, you know, and because I knew that there's many dates that um that's good for um whatever <laughs> it's like this is a good day to do yeah. <laughs> something like that but i mean i was just look at the dates and it's like oh because his family the whole family will come to our wedding and i want uh, best time <clears throat> like weather wise and you know that's i don't want the shoes like the time that is too hot uh for them to be in thailand or something so it's like yeah january is good so it's like oh i'll pick this one you know, so um, and without yeah. knowing anything, I was like, "Oh, yeah, just one." <laughs> I mean, yeah. And that's where it's. Uh, I mean, and going back to the very beginning, when you're talking about minutes away from deleting this program, and then <laughs> right. and then you go a year and a few months later, and and my birthday is the wedding date. I mean, there's a <laughs> lot of weird, you know, things like that that don't seem that coincidental to me. Um. But um, and and one of the things that uh, I think you and me, Jeremy, are I I would say we're kind of an unlikely pairing. Oh, I, I would definitely agree. Because yeah. um, <laughs> I'm I, very introverted. I'm extremely introverted, and uh, I mean I don't know. Maybe you have an introverted side to you, but you also have that more extroverted side. I don't know, like. We're, yeah, yeah. I, know I flip flop a lot, but yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I, I, and I think that was what um, Megan was talking about too. And I, after she had met you, she, I, I think she was like, "Well, that's the guy that you're going to hang out with and stuff." Like, you know, not a <laughs> knock on you, but it just, you know, not you're you're not really anything like me, um, at least surfacely, you know, yeah. and. Uh, so I think that's I don't I like that part of the story too that uh, we aren't exactly uh, twins you know we uh, <laughs> yeah. physically or you know anything else but um, so uh, so Jeremy what did your family think about you um, making this big move and was the move kind of temporary were you gonna go try it out or was it like no this is what I'm doing like I'm going over there to stay. Well, I wasn't sure what would happen, you know. I just thought, I got to go, you know. He he bought the round-trip ticket. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I did buy the round-trip ticket, but 
that's only like, okay, things don't work out. And I come back, but I ended up staying for eight years. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I think I was just going to go see <laughs> what it was like, you know? And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, everything worked out really well. Like, I mean, I met her, um, July 22nd, 2006. And I stunk really badly. <laughs> I went to, I mean, pick you up at the airport. <laughs> it's just that long flight and the humidity mm-hmm. and everything and the nervous sweat. Oh, man. Yeah. But yeah, I met her and I was really embarrassed about that, but she understood. So. Well, um, and, what did, and, and what did your family say when uh, you had started talking about this? My family was surprisingly supportive of me. I think they like my mom had kind of warned me like hey just be careful you know like I don't know she's concerned but um they were really supportive of me I think it's because I had spent some time away before so I I lived in Olympia Washington for eight years before that before I came to Boise or back to Boise Mm -hmm. well yeah, yeah Olympia Thailand yeah those things they're very similar (laughs) well just you know like living on my own and but yeah yeah, thailand's different it's a different it's a foreign country and i don't know it's on the other side of the planet what did your family think jane well um for me it's different because i worked um with foreigners i work in a um international firms you know since i graduated so i have friends lots of foreigners like foreign friends we call farang anyway so um in thailand so um and i sometimes i took them um home and was told my mom actually knows and actually my ex-boyfriend it's um american and you know so this is not the first time that i mean i'm kind of like dating an, an american so mm-hmm. my family it's okay like get used to or something it was like oh you know because i hang out i didn't have lots of foreign friends um it's yeah, uh, yeah so maybe, it's actually it's fine my mom is pretty cool with that yeah so maybe not as jarring as uh as well, if not, he not was just with some family because i i had friends who actually um dating with um like an saying like foreign um foreigners american i think and i think they've been dating for almost 10 years but she never um um never took him to meet her parents still <laughs> it's like Whoa. that at that way yeah so um but my i i i consider myself i'm lucky that my mom is kind of like open about this yeah, yeah me too mm-hmm so was that because uh, was was it the friends' um, parents that were, or is that sort of a just like a Thai thing, that that's kind of uh... maybe um, it depends on on each but maybe um, some culture um, some Thai um, people will not accept um, maybe um, different culture like you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know because Chinese also have that problem too. I don't. I mean, I was afraid, you know. But when when I first had my um my first um my ex boyfriend, but he was like Chinese American, so it's kind of not 
that bad. My mom's like, okay, she can talk to him in Chinese too, and so kind of understand. And then、mm-hmm. she get used to that. Um, that her daughter is dating um someone who's not from Thailand, something、mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah, we should probably explain because when you say Thai, um, Jane's Chinese Thai. Yeah, and so it's almost like <clears throat> they have their own different cultural. Values that are separate from like the Thai Thai values. Yeah, yeah. Because my friend、oh. is like Thai Thai, very very Thai. Yeah. So. Oh okay.、Mm-hmm. So how does one?、Uh, what makes you Chinese Thai? Is it your parents or? My my grandparents um actually came from China, then they moved to Thailand, and my 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 mother, my father's was born. In, I mean, they're born in Thailand, so they became. Thai <laughs> citizen, so、um, and maybe Thai also. But their parents are Chinese. Ah,、oh, okay. Yeah, ancestor actually Chinese. Yeah, I don't really have any Thai. I mean, citizenship, you know, like nationality and、right. um, race or something. I don't know, but that's a different thing.、Yeah. But no, like Thai blood. No,、right. no Thai blood. No, I don't. Okay, I see. But Thai culture, yes, I grew up with Thai culture. Yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, does your mom speak any English? English? No, not really. She's learning. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs>、yeah. She speaks many other languages, though.、Uh, how many? Maybe five or six. I'm not sure. She's like she can do、um, maybe four different dialect in Chinese, and speak Thai.、Um, Two, di- I mean, dialect Thai, and then also、uh, Malaysia, yeah, Malay. So it's kind of like seven, seven languages,、wow. except Chinese, except English. So she can't work for UN. <laughs> so. so what was uh, what was her first impression of Jeremy? I don't know. I never asked. I mean, this, I actually I never asked her that. Uh huh. But. She seems like she treats all my friends who came to our house. You know, all the guests like she's treated really, really well. Like she's a really good host.、Yeah. I mean,、mm-hmm. everyone who come to our house, she treat them really well. So I that's that's what I saw that how she treat um、mm-hmm. Jeremy too. Yeah, she loved to cook. She would cook these huge meals when we when I first moved there. Really good food too, but she just went all out cooking. That's good. That's nice. So, what was the living、yeah. situation? Did you, did you guys live with her? Or did you guys have your own place? Yeah, but when he when he arrived,、um, because I still live with my mom and my brothers, we share <clears throat> a house.、Um, the house has like four bedrooms, or something. Yeah. So.、Um, yeah, we all live together here. Yeah, we live in that house for the for the whole eight years. No. For a big chunk of it, but、um, yeah, we moved.、Uh, we lived in Bangkok for what six years, two years in Chiang. Yeah, even in Bangkok, <clears throat> there's a time that we、mm-hmm. um, we moved, moved out and stay in like Tonglong, Tonglo, like apartment.、Ari. Yeah, I mean something.、Um, yeah, we went out because as a couple, I just don't feel like I want to live <laughs> <laughs> opposite to my mom. All the time, being with my mom's all the time, so I just like we we um rent an um apartment outside. I mean, yeah.、Mm. So, yeah. 
how did it feel uh jeremy did it did you feel uh, not necessarily by her family but being in thai dating a uh chinese thai woman did you feel um did you feel anything weird was there any looks was there any vibe did you, did I, you notice it you know or? i i never really noticed um nothing negative really i mean people were really accepting and i i really felt like for the most part yeah what well, one thing is that the, the the places where we staying um always um like the place that we it's actually the area where expats stay so people like local there actually get used to um to foreigners so he i i especially even in bangkok the area mm-hmm. that we stay it's actually a lot of expats. So in Tongwa, Ari, they are a place where expats yeah. stay. Yeah. So I think he, that's why he's bled in with others, foreigners that are walking around in that area. Yeah, it, it felt pretty normal, actually. Mm-hmm. There, there were lots of people just like me in these interracial relationships. But when we went with Chiang Rai, did you feel different? Because Chiang Rai didn't really have um, a lot of expats. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little different, but it's still, I never, I mean, people were pretty accepting, though. I mean, I don't know. I I always felt comfortable. Well, Thai I mean, people, there's nothing. They treat um, kind of like white um, or like foreigners, yeah. um, especially white, better than other um, foreigners, like Chinese, Indian, or black, you know. They treat um, white better because in their perception, think oh. these are rich people, so we can make profit right. out of them. So they treat uh. this. But but those who's like black or Indians or Chinese, they're, they're poorer, like you know, they're stingy or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that's <laughs> like so they just like the, the way they treat white people is actually. Um, better than than others race but they can also try to take advantage of you of too. course because a you lot. think you're a moving like walking atm right. <laughs> a lot of times i i would just try not to buy things i if i needed to buy something i would tell jane hey can you go get this like when i'm yeah so he, he walked and then he told me like okay in that shop i want this <laughs> so he told me so i just like okay let me deal it so i just go and buy it so i would get the local price there were mm-hmm. times when he was quoted a price, and then when they saw me, they would raise the price, even though they had already agreed on a, a different price. Yeah. And, yeah. Huh. Well, that's, I guess, uh, uh, the advantage and disadvantage of being white over there. Right, yeah. But, you know, I mean, it's about time a white man catches a break. You know what I mean? It's... Uh, <laughs> kidding but I, I don't uh, know. <laughs> uh th- th- were your uh were your brothers cool with with jeremy was there any any beef there yeah yeah my brothers everything why my brothers are his brothers <laughs> yeah yeah jane's jane's brothers oh, yeah man. my my brother's fine yeah it's, it's i mean my family it's actually they, they used to and then kind of okay with this yeah it, as long as they, they kind of see jeremy you know and then like get to know him mm-hmm. and and what they care the most is that this guy can take care of me right yeah. yeah so i should say there was a time um when i was drinking uh more than normal where there was some more tension between 
her family. Because um, they don't like yeah. just to see, like, oh, I don't want. But when I came back to the United States, I quit drinking completely. And um, so I feel like that's better. But yeah, there was a time that I kind of drank too much there. That that was one incident or like some sort of period? Like No, a little more like a period, like several years. Uh, pretty much the whole time in Chiang Rai, so two years there. And um, I don't know. I remember feeling kind of, um, I don't know, like I just needed to drink to relax. Yeah. I don't know. And it became a habit. And so I would have a few beers every day. Um, but like the big Heineken ones, so yeah, because my family, no one actually like drink. They we, we drink occasionally, but it's really yeah. really few occasions. And so uh, for him who to drink every like bringing like buying beers home yeah. every single day and not just one. Sometimes he bought the whole case, uh, you know, like doesn't. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, so they they're not really happy because they we don't. I mean, Buddhism, one of right. the things is we, no, because we are Buddhists and we have a five basic rules that you have to follow. Um, and one of them is not to drink, not yeah. to drink. And, and he's, Although you'll find a lot, it, it's very common, though, for Buddhists to drink. Um, it's one of those rules that a lot of people break, but not at my house. Not at <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I, uh, I feel like, well, yeah, when I was drinking more, it, was definitely kind of a strain on um, the relationship with her mom and her brother. But um, they're very protective. Though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, I've, you know, quit that. So, and life is much better. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't, and I wouldn't say that's a uh, necessarily a Buddhist thing either. I think anybody would be uh, concerned in that, in that situation. Yeah. But, um, so I mean, it sounds like overall uh, it went pretty smoothly over there. Yeah, I would say so. And I loved started, it there. Yeah. And well, you started I mean, off. I ahead. can tell you, like, um, another thing is because of my look. Like, I'm like Chinese. I don't really look like Thai people. Like my friend, like that I mentioned earlier, she's very Thai. And when she gets into the taxi, she's like, we would talk like joking sometimes, you know, because we have like um, foreigners uh, as boyfriends. Um, she said that there's one time she got on a, uh, a taxi and a taxi drivers look at her boyfriends and said, oh, you're lucky tonight. You got a handsome one. Mm-hmm. So they, that taxi driver would like assume or think that she's a prostitute. Oh wow! Yeah, so that's happened a lot um, in Thailand. So if you going out, hanging out with foreigners, they just think that you are working, like you know, (laughs) in that field. So, but for me, I was lucky. I don't know lucky or not, but I don't have Thai look. I have Chinese. Many people um, mistook me as Japanese, Korean, or like Chinese. Even I was in Thailand. You know, I walk into the store with him and people speak to me in, in English. I mean, so, and I refine in Thai. It's like, I am Thai. You know, I, but even though I don't look like Thai. You know, yeah. So I got that a lot. You know, when I went to like um, tourist place, they just thought that I'm like Japanese or, or 
like tourists, you know, not a local. But if um, my friends who look very Thai, dark, um, like black, long hair, dark skin, like, you know, those mm-hmm. big eyes, Thai um, features, that, um, many times people just like, you know, assume and think that um, you are like sex workers. Right. And she's, she was, she's working for the U.S. Embassy in Thailand, but the taxi driver just thought and then talk, said to her, like, oh, you're lucky today. I mean, like, tonight you're lucky. Yeah. You got a handsome one. I mean, I was like, whoa, <laughs> that's bad. But she said she got that all the time, like the look and stuff like that from, from like, people in sky trains and uh, in public, yeah. And was he kind of, like, talking down to her, like, or was he uh, – because well, uh, that seems like a very – um dangerous assumption to make about somebody and especially comment on yeah know. well for some taxi driver they, they they just do that they just you know sometimes they the way they start um conversation with the passengers or but that's what happened yeah and yeah. and and then many times like if you i mean like i mean she said even she like waiting uh, but that happened to me too i went to Pattaya where there's a lot of um you know prostitutes i mean a place people know Pattaya. um mm-hmm. i was on the street like with my friends standing on something or just get out of a restaurant or something i got um foreigners coming like trying to like talk us like asking me how much or something like, what <laughs> i mean you know that thing happened so i was like what are you talking about? So that's weird. Even though I didn't dress any, like just like normal. Yeah. I mean, dress normal, like not a sexy look at all, you know. So, but we got that. So. So what does Joe say? Is you talking about Joe? Right? No, no, it's, it's Gal. What did she say when the taxi driver said that to her? I know she. I don't. I'm. I'm not. I don't remember. But oh. yeah, I just. It's, I think her her boyfriend actually replied that or something. Not her. Oh yeah, because I think he was he's 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 understand Thai. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. Anybody ever confuse you for a prostitute, Jeremy, while you were over there? <laughs> no. <laughs> you maybe maybe you weren't dressed sexy enough or something. <laughs> huh. That's funny. That's interesting. And so then. Um, the only thing that people miss tell me is that uh, we went um, to the market. I was uh, pushing a Ramona in a stroller, and Jeremy was walking. And then people ask me, "Oh, where's the mother?" So I'm just <laughs> like, "What?" <laughs> so they thought I'm just the nanny. <laughs> so, oh wow! That's what, I, that's what I got. I was like, "Huh? What? Mom? Mom was with the mom, but..." What am I? So I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm just a maid. So that's what. <laughs> so you know, I, I, I like you know a husband. I'm just a net. I'm just a nanny. <laughs> so are people just more blunt over there, or are these kind of isolated? Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, they like when I when we went back this summer, I had people telling me I was fat. They're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> just like the first thing they'd say to me when they'd see me and i'm like I, I wasn't really i mean i didn't feel like i was overweight or anything but maybe it's because when i was there before um i was really skinny sometimes like 
trying to be a vegetarian and <laughs> like really. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they don't they don't really uh, hold back. They'll just say what <laughs> whatever's on their mind. Sometimes, I mean, I guess everyone's different, of course. But I, I've just noticed your mom's friends, anyways. <laughs> um, and you only came back once, right? When uh, before you moved back, right? And that was when your yeah. sister passed away. That's right. And I remember you uh, explaining, and if if you don't want to talk about it, uh, no, it's okay. Talk about it. um, You said that uh, you and Jane were like out shopping or something, right? And you just you kind of like you couldn't catch your breath, and you were just feeling kind of uh, yeah, like something was off, right? So um, that was my twin sister who passed away, and yeah, that Uh day that she was in critical condition in the hospital yeah we were shopping at um tesco lotus which is like kind of like albertson's or something or i don't know fred meyer <laughs> but um yeah i felt like heart pain which i never feel that you know I felt mm-hmm. like this feeling sick and i told her I, I need to go home and rest i'm not feeling well mm-hmm. and i did and when i got went home um i got the message my yeah. parents had called and, and uh, let me know that she's really in uh, bad condition. But I did, I did have a chance to talk to her and uh, say my goodbyes over the phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was really tough. Well, the thing is that they were talking about um, taking out her life support. Yeah, life yeah. support. And uh-huh. uh, they're not sure because they want um, to discuss with you. Right. And I was like, at that time, I was actually looking um, at her Facebook. Um, oh, yeah. Facebook account um, to see. I mean, I, I just actually like, I don't know why I went in there. I just like take a look and then see what, um, what she posts or what she did um, before. I mean, you know, this, that day. And I found one post, the last post that she actually, what's the, what's the music? What's the song? It was... Uh... Janet Jackson song together again yeah yeah and she this is an interesting thing she in our family I had my brother died from cystic fibrosis as well and um she said that and he I should explain he would like to mess with electronics electronics after he passed away, he would like play well we think this is our family story you know we think that he he would visit us and yeah. just kind of mess with us, like by ringing the doorbell or, you know, like, or electronics, or it could be, he even, there was like this, this truck that he made for my dad's business that had like the, the candy logo on the truck. That thing like flew off of the, um, the cabinet that it was on or whatever table was on. I don't even know, mm-hmm. but you like, <clears throat> my family really believed um, that he was around uh, for many years and he would make his appearances like on birthdays or the, the anniversary of his death I mean mm-hmm. there was always stuff happening I mean you can talk to my brother or my parents and and uh, that's what my sister said that night no, she said before the, the incident happened that her alarm mm-hmm. which she didn't plug in wasn't even plugged in not even plugged in um, goes goes off 
but been the time that of his death yeah, or something. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. I wish that I had taken a screenshot of this because, you know, once she, she died, mm-hmm. I we had no access to it. But I wanted to prove, like, this is crazy. Yeah, so but I, I read that, and then she said that when she saw that and she posted a song, mm-hmm. that she, she said this is the sign. Like, just that Ryan is coming for her. Yeah, so she knew. Yeah. She knew. And she, yeah, she she posts the the song by Janice that say together again. So I mm. told Jeremy that look at this post, and then he told mm. his family that yeah. um, I think she's ready to yeah. go. Yeah, and that helped do. them make the decision. Right. Mm. Yeah. Wow, that's really uh, powerful. Yeah. And Heidi did that. The same thing that Ryan did, by the way, too. We did it. Did something with the alarm or something, or what do you? No, with the alarm. She um, on the the first anniversary of her death, I remember looking outside and um, I I I saw like these leaves. The leaves in the heart, right? Yeah. Did I show you you that picture? Yeah, you sent me that. Yeah. I think you put it on my Facebook, actually. Yeah. And that just like when I saw that and I didn't realize I saw that and I just didn't put it two and two together that it was the first anniversary of her death, you know, or mm-hmm. wait, it could have been the first one because, you know, she died in 2014. It was the, my first year back in the United States, that anniversary. Um, yeah. So it more, must have been more like, I don't know, <laughs> four yeah. or five years, but. But yeah, I saw that, and it's just like I don't know. When I saw that, immediately I was, I just, it's just seemed like it. I don't know. It's like she's trying to like say something to me. Well, yeah, I think when you, you know, when you know, you know, you know, and there's yeah. nothing you could ever uh, prove, you know. But you know, yeah, when exactly. you know, you know, and um, I don't yeah. think anybody could discount any of it. But, um, yeah, so that was the first time I had seen you since you had moved over there. Well, since I was standing at the airport seeing you off yeah. in, uh, at LAX. Um, so, yeah, we saw each other that, that you get at the some some sort of little get together. Um, but then yeah, I didn't yeah. see I didn't see you again until you moved back. And then, um, but we'd always kind of kept in touch. So you're. You're kind of one of those friends that uh, there can be uh, time in between communication, but when the communication picks back up, it doesn't really. You don't have to really do anything. It just it's right where you left off. It feels like. Right. Yeah. Um. So what 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 led you guys to led to you guys moving back? Well, for you to move back and for Jane to follow. Financial. Well. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it's like, uh, I think he's part of this is home. Um, like Jeremy's had like drinking problem. And he's, A little bit, yeah. yeah. And he's, and we think that maybe because of um, homesick, mm-hmm. you know, and he's, he's no friend, no friend. And I'm the only family that mm-hmm. he has. And he, if, if he, we like have arguments or we have, have some problem. He has no one to go to because I'm the only friend, family he has in Thailand. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and we think like maybe it's time, 
because he's already sacrificed. I was thinking like he sacrificed his family to move to Thailand to be with me for already eight years, mm-hmm. and it's my time to sacrifice to my family to be away from my family, so yeah. so he can close to his family too. And then another thing is that um, Ramona getting into school and the international school there is really expensive. So and I was just like, oh. In the U.S., I mean, the kids get free education, so I think that's a good thing to like right. get her here and go to school here too. So um, we decided to to move here. Yeah. Yeah, and I wanted uh, Ramona to get to know her grandma and grandpa too. Sure. So is it like a an eight year plan, or is it till the kids are uh, <laughs> done with school? Or what, seems like what? that's been the pattern. Uh, well. Um, we're trying to save so that we can buy land in Thailand and retire there. Oh, so it could okay. take- so yeah, it could be more than eight years, but but I I don't I mean I don't feel homesick as as he was in Thailand. That's the thing, you know. I I don't have any problem um, except the cold. I hate winter, but mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and but. But with friends, family, anything, I don't really feel homesick as much. Yeah. So I don't have that problem. Mm-hmm. I have lots mm-hmm. of time here. And I um, talk to my, like, Skype and talk to my mom every week, you know, something like that. So it's, and then actually, um, my mom will come. She actually came twice um, to stay with us. And she's going to come again next year. So I don't. You know, feel. I mean, we just went back to Thailand too, so mm-hmm. that's that's good. Like, I don't have that problem. I can stay here. You know, the money here is better. <laughs> that's what yeah. I care about. Yeah. What's your mom think of uh, Boise? Um, I don't know. For her, it's, it's like it's like a, another vacation. But the both times that she's here, she came during winter, so. Oh, she didn't geez. like it. I, <laughs> so uh, snow. So it, it was. I mean, excited for her to see snow, and the, but the cold was not good. I mean, for her. So that's why um, she told me that this time she's gonna come during um, spring or summer. She's not coming during winter anymore. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame her. Um. <laughs> So what was the hardest adjustment for you, Jane, moving to the States? Hmm. Well, I don't know. First thing is that, I mean, I used to be uh, easier to get a job, you know, like the job hunting and stuff, you know, like to survive here. I need money. I need to work. I need to um, be able to get um, um, the money. Um, so in Thailand, it was when I my experience, my education make me get <clears throat> a job easily and good paying job too. But once I get here, it's I mean I'm not native. My English is not as good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, in Thailand, I use my English to find jobs, and and compared to other Thais, my English is kind of in the advanced level. I mean, okay, um, so that's why I work for. Uh, foreign um, firms and companies um, but here <laughs> but I, I cannot use my um, 
English, like、um, or my Thai, to to get、um, to get a job. So、yeah. it's kind of for me, and I, I mean, one thing that I realized that、um, when I、um, do like ap- application, fill up the a application, when they ask for race, and I click Asian,、mm-hmm. I never get any reply. I never got any job offer. Never. Really. Not. Not one. I mean, and then I tried this one customer service, like、um, Macy's or something. I don't know, but at the mall, that's I just like, hmm, maybe I even I even went and talked to there was like a、um, consultants. I mean, like DI, you know,、um, offers, and I talked to. I mean, I'm not sure. This looks like a refugees helping people's immigrants or something. And I、mm-hmm. I, I even asked him that. Should I? I mean, my I put my name as Jenny Sarah Fugo. I even asked him that. Should I drop the Sarah? I should I use Jane Fugo? Would that help me get a job easier? You know, because I thought that、mm-hmm. maybe like this name is weird, like doesn't sound like American、yeah. or something. So、um, they they told me like I don't know, maybe you know. But one thing,、yeah. one time, I just used Jane Fugo, and when the race. Instead of、uh, answer Asian, I said prefer not to answer. Yeah. Yeah. About thirty minutes later, after I submit the application, I got a call. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like I I don't know what to think about. You know, like I've been、right. trying sent out hundreds every every day, like thirty or to forty applications every day. Like to because I need a job fast, you know. I need to. So yeah. But the, the time that I chose to not say that that I'm Asian, I got a call. I mean, it's the same kind of job with the same resume every day, you know.、Yeah. That I did. I don't know what to think about. So,、um, but I was lucky enough that I, like the job I got. I mean, other than my first job is working in a Thai restaurant, which is. That's common for all the time I come here.、Uh-huh. <laughs> But for for me, it's like I'm I'm lucky that I had my experience in journalism. Then I I was lucky that I went into the job fair and I met someone who's actually knows and look at my resume and offer me a job right away. So I got to work at the TV station, the local TV station. So that was my first job here. So I actually、yeah. declined to that that job that、uh, asking me to be like customer service <laughs> that actually contacted me after I like you know decide not to say I'm Asian.、So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Boy, that is definitely、uh, suspicious. I know. So, but that's not only times. I mean, I remember、I'm, we went to Costco, and there was a a guy、um, came like. Talked. I mean, say something. Yeah. I, I don't. I. I. I was not paying attention. You know, I was looking to. I honestly can't remember what he said. It was like some angry thing about immigrants, and um, I don't remember what it was, but I just remember just being really pissed off, and um. I mean, he's but, he's like just, talking about like kind of like immigrant go away or, or、yeah. something or you know, that's what he like talked to me and I. Was lucky. I didn't really pay attention. I didn't hear what he said. You know, so、mm-hmm. 
so yeah i i just i didn't say anything to him because i thought you know i'm not gonna like give rise to anger and you know let it become this thing where i don't know i just but i was definitely not <laughs> i was not happy about that the comments and just the, it's like kind of like how you hear people rant, raving on fox news you know about immigration and you know stuff that trump says about mexicans you know i got that vibe from him you know i but i yeah i've blocked the whole <clears throat> memory you know i just don't even really remember what he said but yeah and for me many times i my part of my job is picking up the phone for the newsroom and when i pick up the phone many times i got the questions like where are you from i mean after i said you know i was like six on your side uh, fox nights you know like newsroom mm-hmm. and they caught my accent right away and it's like where are you from instead of like what's yeah. win? so i mean sometimes i feel like why do you need to ask this you know but i always tell them so yeah i just where i was like i'm from thailand then there's some there was like um veterans like oh yeah i serve in thailand blah 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 you know mm-hmm. like that's like oh it's but there are many times that people are not you know, just want to know where i'm from and and i don't like to be honest i don't like being asked that question yeah yeah well we're i i feel like we're in the era um where racism isn't subtle anymore you know it's like it's something that you you see out in the open more and i think especially when we were kids and and coming up it was it had gone sort of back underground you know, and, and it was, uh, you know, it just wasn't as in your face, but I think now people are comfortable again, uh, really expressing it. Um, and then, so like, you know, to your point where the guy said something and you didn't know what this, or you didn't say anything and you didn't really know what to say. It's because it's catching us off guard. It, yeah. It's really if, like, it's just, uh, you're not used to it. But it's it's just it's happening more and more now, and it's became uh, not acceptable, but it's just it's just more uh, prevalent. Yeah, I just remember. Yeah, I was kind of frozen there. I mean, I I kind of wanted to be like, "What the hell are you talking about, dude?" You know. But my kids were there, and I didn't want this huge confrontation. So, mm-hmm. and I just thought, you know, it's it's just this guy's just an ignorant dude <laughs> and i'm gonna not i'm not gonna let him get me all like angry and make a big scene but i just thought what the hell you know <laughs> this is messed up yeah but overall i i don't feel <clears throat> you know like a lot of pressures you know because of my yeah. uh, difference or anything yeah because I, I see a lot of chinese and and like asian looking people sometimes people mistook me for being mexican too so <laughs> mexican really yeah i mean i was like well with dark hair maybe i don't know um i'm people took me for any all asian before so i'm used to it so yeah and i and i don't really go out i only go to asian market so i only meet my kind of people so mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so i don't um feel um, weird or, or having any problem living here actually and, and to be honest like people in Boise is actually 
nice. I can,、mm-hmm. yeah, I can say, yeah. But maybe in California or, or Portland, maybe different, maybe better, nicer, friendlier <laughs> towards.、Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and, and, and Idaho had that kind of reputation. I remember that's sort of one of the first things I heard when I first moved there the first time、uh, was these、uh, hate groups and things like that. But I, I didn't see a ton of it.、Uh, you know, but there were, there were things here and there. And there were,、uh, it was more,、uh, like I was saying, it was more subtle. It was more.、Uh, You know, like the people crossing the street kind of thing, or people,、uh, you know, just talking to you a certain way, but not, you know, like go back to where you came from type stuff. But yeah, yeah.、Um, and so,、uh, um, so are you at all worried about、um, having like mixed race kids coming up in that environment, or do you think they're going to be fine? I think they'd be just fine.、Um, yeah, I think so too. I mean, well,、uh, yeah. I mean, they're probably going to run into some people who are, I don't know, who are like that guy. But hopefully they learned how to deal with people like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, because、well, I'm going to achieve you know, your. your You are half, you know, half Thai, half American, so you know your heritage or whatever. Then you come from two cultures, and there's、mm-hmm. some people that、um, are going to treat you different because you are different. This is our band, Free Leonard. This is our first recording. Jeremy on the guitar and on the drums. Gino Ram vocals. And song. What's the difference? What does it matter? Who is the former? Who is the latter? Disco bars, the corporate ladder. Getting skinny, staying fat. Stressing out and staying calm. Where we'll be next, we're in on a mess of popular. 